Okay, so we left off, what was it, seven weeks ago? Usually it's six months. So this one was a little bit shorter in terms of the shinuyim that everybody made in the last seven weeks. It's gigantic. So I'm going to start with what we were in the middle of, which is a very important topic that people don't really want to hear about. And I see... Kedakim B'Kedish, I just walked in and there are about 30 new Shailas, so I don't know if we're going to get to any of them today because it's still working on last time, but we will admit to Shem, I'll put it away for uh, for the next Ben Azman, if we don't get to it I would suggest, Hashem, the question is always good, maybe send them in a, a few hours earlier so I could take a look at them and uh, go through them, I'm not doing it in the spot but there's always a a pecking order. So let's begin with the Tochacha Bacham issue, which always gets people a little bit nervous. Uh, what we began discussing last time was the fact that the Chiv to give Tochacha in a loving, nice, clever, smart way to figure out how to do it, who the best person is. And most people walking around think that there is no such mitzvah today. It's a passing a chumish, it's a sugya, it's a sugya in the Gemara, it's a dinner shochan that comes up in different chalokim, and the Mishaburah deals with it in our chayim. If you want to hear the full version, I gave a shir, Leil Hashanah Rabbah, about this and some of it I'm going to try to touch upon now but the misconception that due to our Loma Drake, we don't know how to give to Chacha and people are makabal to Chacha nobody ever liked it nobody was ever really perfect at it and there's still a Chiv and I want to talk about the Chiv as much as the advantages as much as the Rosh Hashivas and the Rabbanim and the parents and all the other people who are trying to give you a Drachah much as a they have, at the end of the day, it's the friends that will put some sort of gedder on what's going on and what's not going on, and somebody will say something and somebody will do something. And nobody likes doing it because it's not popular and you want to keep your friends, and understandably so. And often they feel they're not so good at it themselves, so that's exactly the best way to do it. Come and say, you know what, I'm far from perfect. I struggle with this also, let's work on it together. But I found out it was also, I found out just now, I found out, you could say a small white uh, lie if you have to for cover of not like you're the big Pesach Adar and he's an Amaretz, you say, yeah, not everybody knows this din, but um, I found out this is actually Lashon Hara and Zilzul Hara Vimerim and Bittu Taira, Stockless Shasser and all the other categories that come up on a day-to-day basis and I'm not so good at it, but help me out. That's a clever way of giving to Chacha where even if the guy doesn't give you a big hug for setting him on the right derech, it doesn't make a difference because the ration that it makes most people for self-esteem don't let you know that you were able to give him Musr. But quietly, later on, he might take it seriously. So it's very hard to measure. The only patur, which is rare, is when you have both the kudus, mutter shushek and value mezidin, he really thinks it's mutter and you're making him to amaze it, and there's no chance he's going to listen. That's rare. No chance? Talking about B'nai Torah, talking about people 
Shiva told my family members there's a chance they just might not do it now they might not listen the first time they might not do it in front of you there's a big difference between the two and the Mishaburah spells that out in Hochaz Yom Kippur it talks about the Nashim uh, Sidkanias who had uh, one issue of eating too close to Yom Kippur and they weren't Makantos Efez Yom Kippur and in that particular case there was an umdana that they weren't going to listen and therefore we apply Mutav Shishagin that's very rare and the Mishaburah keeps repeating the same point that's how important it is. The Mishaburah knew that people don't understand and have a misconception and have a Yetzirah and not to get involved because it's not comfortable and you want to keep your friends, you want to make more friends. So that's where he left off. I remember if I told them. I said last time, it's unfortunately not an uncommon situation where somebody's doing something in the dorm, in the yeshiva, somebody has something that shouldn't be there and it's not only a shayla of talchacha, it's a shayla of uh, self-preservation, it's a shayla of sakhanas nefashas. And in many situations, they're all basically the same, where do I say something to him, or I did that, didn't work, tell me to mind my own business, which is still part of the chiyiv. Like it says, ad hakal, ad klala, nazifa. Okay, so maybe mind your own business in the zifa, I'm not passing ad hakal, klala. It's pretty chomer. Hakal, klala. It's very serious. It's more serious for getting the sugya tochacha that there's a, uh, I think I use this marshal when we introduce the shayla, when you have a hand grenade, but they took out the pin already and it's waiting to blow up. It's not a question when you have uh, these devices around or other such things. It's not a question of if something might happen, a suffix, it's a shayla of when. And therefore, even if there were no Indian tochacha, there's a chiv and a shmaitim and a shasechem and a ruchniz dig away and everybody else around and it's pushed. the reason people don't want to get involved is because you want to keep your friend nobody wants to snitch in that last case I told him to write an anonymous letter to one of the rabbeim and uh, just uh, to protect us I want to get him thrown out you don't want to get anybody thrown out you just want Laman Yishmu Viro that it should be fixed up this is one of many many examples but more importantly Bashas Maisa, when somebody starts bringing up something that's clearly Lashon Hara, Zilzal all sorts of other things that shouldn't be discussed ever, certainly not in a group of Chaverim, and everybody just smiles and listens. Or So if you can't bring yourself to stop the conversation or change it, so walk away. Nobody wants to do that either because people want to keep their friends. All very understandable, but somebody's got to be, be a giver and you'd be amazed what a ratio you can make and that's what we were discussing last time before El and Mestoma time to think about it hopefully it was from the Kabbalahs that you're not here a Bacha's job is not to be the Mashiach in the Yeshiva but there are certain things that demand attention and if you really cared about somebody ultimately the good friends the close friends will be the ones you help out the ones you push to grow and the ones you don't tell them I'm the Mashiach you tell them I have the same problem or help me out and if you're, you're better, I'm better, and we're machazik each other. And this is, Parshat the Chevroshaf is here to push people to grow, and there will be Chaverim who don't want it and let it n- be known very clearly. Nazifa, Haka, Klola. Okay, so not everybody has to be a best friend. At least somebody said something. The Tzfei Dinim in the Tachacha, one is the Chil Hashem, nobody said anything, so you're fixing that. The other one is trying to make a Rishim, which is hard to measure, hard to gauge, because he's not going to admit it in front of you, probably. So, chances are, if a person is still growing and wants to be like that, he might think you're a machmir and none of your business would be annoyed, and then he'll think about it a day or two, a week or two later. 
so the Ramesha I didn't get to is the kasha I was waiting for somebody to ask, but you'd have to know the Ramesha says is to ask the kasha, but it's just an interesting and more of a true verse in Yerodea Simon Kuf Gimel. So he was asked by a Rebbe, doesn't say what grade, it sounds like it's younger children. He was asked by a Rebbe whether or not if, uh, take a third grade scenario, the Bochum here wouldn't be involved in this. The Rebbe's facing the blackboard, there's still a lot of blackboards, it's facing the front. Somebody throws something, so some troublemaker. And it's not the first time it happened, then he wants to find out who it is, and he has no clue. Should he, can he ask the other Talmudim to send in the name? So based on Hilchas Lashonot Ha'elis, the answer is it's Mamashat Ha'elis. You want to get control of the Shir, and you want to be able to give some Musr to the Bach, and that's the Rebbe's job. You can't say he's a Chavar, he's not here to give Musr. And he needs control of the class, and it keeps on happening. So me, Tom Lashon Haaretz, not Lashon Haaretz, to Ellis. Me, Tom, asking him to say over Lashon Haaretz, not Lashon Haaretz, to Ellis. So it's not from Niver. And somebody's got to do it, because the Rebbe can't figure out who it is. So Amesha is obviously fully aware of all that, and yet he says that he doesn't think it's a good idea, and he says it's Mechua Dover. Basically, he's telling the Rebbe, find out a different way to do it. It's Mechua Dover to ask the Tamidim to say over this Lashon Hara, even though it's Tatelis. So first, the beginning of the, this piece, you think he's talking about younger kids, it's not good chinah, because they don't know the difference, Tatelis, not Tatelis, uh, just Liza Rasham, the Rebbe asked him to say Lashon Hara. But he, by the end, he makes it quite clear, he says, Loisha Rav Yigzel Tamidosh Yisparav Im Yedim Dover Maguna, Afshat Tamidim Hem Gedele Elim, why, what's the problem, even if it's older Bacharim, Choshua Bacharim, because we're worried they're not going to say the Lashon Hara Lashma, and the Chavetz Chaim has a Tanai, if you don't say it Lashma, you have no right to say it. That's a good, the Chavetz Chaim deals with this, and what do you do if you have Lashama uh, Damriachah, somebody calls you about a Shidduch, about a business deal, you have to say it, and it's perilous. The answer is you got to work on yourself, and you got to do it Lashma. So somehow the Chavetz Chaim assumes that this has to get done. Ramesha says it has to get done and they have to work on themselves and then volunteer the information. That's their chiyuv. Ramesha is uncomfortable telling the Rebbe to demand it because maybe they're not in the Madrega and therefore you're demanding them to do something that they're not really equipped to do. Interesting chiddish. Ramesha says, says, but he says it's dangerous. He doesn't suggest it in a classroom setting, in a shir setting. Ramesha b'sechadvarim says that there is a chiyah for them to speak up. So if a person sees the danger and sees the ta'alas and feels he's doing a lishma, then he should speak up and either say directly or drop an anonymous letter, but he should do something about it. Ramesha says the Rebbe shouldn't be asking for the information because that could be a potential mitchell. He says maybe he could bring a riot from the sugi with Yeshua. Yeshua asked who was the one who took the booty from the Muhammad. It was Achan. And Akash Bocha said, I'm not going to say. But Hashem did say. Because there was a girl, and the girl landed on Shevi Yehuda and then landed on him. So Amesha says, not a riot, because there the information was done, and Akash Bocha asked Yeshua to do the girl. Afa Piken, Amesha says, it's Mechua Dover. But Ramesh agrees that if a person has the information and he can't do it with Ellis, then he should try to fix things up. Again, it's not very popular. You have to know who the best person to do it is. And if it's 
it's only you, then Mokam Shainish, you have no choice. The fact that uh, a few Bachman have done this said, you know, you can really lose your friends quickly. <laughs> I said, I'm aware of that. I said, you have to take a look at the long picture of who you want as friends and where you want to go and what achrayas you want on your shoulders. And that achrayas will go through uh, life. Uh, speaking about this past Shabbos, there's Bracious has the Iker Hashkafas of all of Yiddishkeit in one parsha for a very big picture of things. So one of the most important ones, I think, Sam Sefer points out that in English is an expression, nice guys finish last. That's Kfirun, like many good English expressions. Uh, nice guys finish last, basically, is like saying less dim less dying and uh, doesn't pay to be good. Even though it takes me serious nervous, it doesn't. Of course, that's Kfirun. Nice guys don't finish last. Nice guys look like they finish last. And the Sam Sefer says it's such a, a great overview. It's the first thing we have in Chumash, this introduction to Ruchnius. So, no, so the very beginning, you have Cain and Hevel, and they want to do something good. At least Hevel did. Cain sort of wanted to do something good. So they bring a cub, and Hevel brings something very chashiv, spends a lot of money, is very generous about it. And Cain also had a of doing something good, and he was a little cheap, and uh, wasn't so good. So the reaction was uh, one carbon was accepted and one wasn't. No, so you'd expect a serious nefesh of Hevel, and he's going to get schar, belamazeh, belamabah. There are things you get schar, belamazeh also, but it's not always immediate. You don't always see it. So right away we find ourselves Hevel's dead and Cain is alive. He goes on to have thousands of descendants. And for a long, long time, living up a life, and they populate the world, and everybody's uh, ashirim and powerful and populating all the cities and building cities. So right away, you got, this is... Yeshdimvi Yeshdayim, Hevel who brought the Avedis Hashem with uh, seriousness and brought the carbon, so he's killed. And Cain is uh, living up El Mazer with all his descendants. So Sam Sefer raises this and he says, you have to look at the big picture. And Cain and all his descendants were wiped out by the marble. Nama was Nach's wife. So there was some vestige of the family, but it goes after the Muslim, after the, the man. And it's all gone. There's nobody left. Hevel becomes the Gilgal and Chase, who is the king of the world, and Nayach, and after the Mabul. And not only that, but you all know, you have to know all the Shah Gilgul. These, these two are famous. <laughs> Mesha Abenu, Hevel, Chase, Mesha, Roshay Tevis in reverse, and became Mesha Abenu. So basically, Hevel is the Hemshech, the king of the entire world, by the Umas and the Amanivcher. And Cain is wiped out by Lamazah, and everything needs a tikkun, so the, he's a Gilgul. It became a Gilgul of the Mitzri, who Moshe Rabbeinu kills. Shefech Dam Adam Adam. So, Midikagamide is if Reuven kills Shimon, Shimon will have to come back and kill Reuven. There's always a cheshpen, everything has to be balanced out at the end. So, Moshe Rabbeinu kills the Mitzri, and that Nashon becomes a Gilgul in Kairach, and Moshe Rabbeinu also kills. And the good news is, part of it, without going into Gulam, he split up the three parts. Uh, part of it went to Yisra. Yisra was an Apikaris, became a Maimon. 
and he got a ticket over there. But that's a very long, difficult way of doing things. Hevel was the one who built the world. So people look at short-term Nisenis and they say, I don't seem to be getting anywhere and I keep getting clopped every time I try to do something. And then I try to just be kind to stop a conversation of Lush and Har to stop something that's going on that's clearly us there. And I said something and no one's talking to me. So you're not here to lose your friends and the, the good ones ultimately realize that we're here to lift each other up. So that's a good marshal and uh, no one's asking anybody to get killed over it and we're not Hevel and so I'm saying for his marshal is the fact that Lamaisa it doesn't always look as it seems it's not always so pleasant to watch and ultimately Bitochen uh, means that Akash is keeping score Kaviachal okay so that was from last time the Shlame is Indian, and there's more to say on it but let's go on to the next Shaila, this Shaila was from last time and I said that it's a larger sugya which we're going to I was thinking back and forth whether the Bechlal put this uh, it's on video, the advantage is that no one can misquote it, the disadvantage is it's on video and they can listen to part of it and think they're getting it right so the disclaimer is there's more to say in the sugya it's a very individual decision but important basic hashkofas which uh, should be spelled out this was a mochama in this country 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 40 years ago, but it's still a Muhammad now. It's, we're actually better at it, and you'll see what I mean in a minute. But one of the, one of the fine Bacham over here sent in the Shaila, and I, I know not just in the Shaila, it's still a decision-making process for a lot of people, both parents and the, and the Bacham. So, the way it was written here, if one is enjoying his learning in Eretz Yisrael, doesn't have to be in Eretz Yisrael, his parents want him to start college. What is the right thing to do? That's a pretty loaded question, which can take us a few hours to address, but we're going to try to win 10 minutes or so. So it's not a din in college per se. It's a there say dinim in this Shiloh. One is the college aspect and what form that takes and what shmira that needs and when it's mutter, when it's usher, and who is it for if it's ever mutter, and then the second child is any ishtadlis in terms of panosa or anything else the parents want you to do. So there's an Indian of um, aim to try to cooperate, and there's an Indian of chayach and the question is when you have to listen, when you don't have to listen, and the like. So I'm going to bring some parts of three different chuvas in Igis Mesha who wrote chuvas about this many, many decades ago. As I said, the Muhammad's then were often even more difficult, but they didn't have a lot of the wonderful options they have today that when somebody, at such time, if it's necessary, after asking a number of shaylas, if they have to do a shaylas, we now have a situation which they didn't even have a chalim about, where you didn't have to, then you had to go into a, a college, university, with all the uh, Tumor Shabai and all the Taruvis and all the Pritzis and all the Kviram, Kfir wasn't just invented. And now the Kfir is dressed up in liberalism and all the Kruma Hashkafis, and you have to be in the matzah. So you understand what Meisha has four or five chuvas, just what I copied over here, and he keeps mentioning that it's a Shreya Sugya and you've got to know who you're talking to because people are not going to listen. But if you want to know the MS, it's very dangerous and you can't put yourself in a matzah of a priestess and Kfir. And and you can't leave yeshiva to do something that's not necessary 
until it's necessary. And when it's necessary, you've got to figure out how to do it, but not put yourself in trade fats here. So the typhus part, there's still plenty around, but we have at least made a roshim, a big roshim. In the past 20 years or so, they started all these yeshiva programs where you can flip this and skip that and just take this and not have to go. And they, and, okay, they do it online, so that its own, has its own... Um, minefield of problems, but let's assume you have, a, you have the proper shmirah, which is never enough, and you have the filters and an accountability, and somebody's watching what you're watching, and it's locked 15 times over, and you're just focusing, and now you still have the shayla, the bitzotera, when should this establish be done? So that, some of that we're going to address. The parents are concerned for the children, it depends on the person. It depends on where he's holding his learning, where he could still go. But we're talking about a good bacher who's learning well, as the Shail over here said. He happens to be in Israel and he's learning well. going to be in America and he's learning well. It'll depend on what he's doing, what the age is, and many other things that go into the matzah. So we're just going to bring up some of the main nekudis in broad strokes, and hopefully that'll at least encourage uh, bacherim who are in the matzah with such pressure, whatever age they are, to know what to ask and to know what the, what the issues are. So Amisha starts off with the Sormei which is still a problem now, but a much bigger problem then is the Amish walking into the matzah. Today, if you're not going near anybody and you're just taking something, accounting doesn't have such krumkite. Two plus two equals four. Well, I got Krumkat also because some people try to learn it in a way with 2 plus 2 equals whatever you want it to be. Okay, so you got to get that under control. But <laughs> let's assume the numbers don't lie and uh, no pizzas, you're not looking at anybody. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's a funny way, it is what it is. So that's going to be safer than psychology, which is not off limits for the right person at the right time, but has its sakanas. I'm talking about Bochum, uh, the... Uh, Nashim Sitkanias have the same issue and should be asking the same child. As a matter of fact, uh, one called uh, just uh, the other day with such a Shiloh. She allowed to take it, and yeah, there's a lot of Kvira in there. And there's a lot of pizzas, and all that. Got so let's talk about something simple when Ramesh discusses the Tamboteira and the lack thereof, but he starts off that you've got to stay away from the environment, which is still somewhat Nagaya, as I mentioned, less Nagaya. So he starts off, thinking about Limud. The college Haray who Davashin a Pasha Vlamech and Yesabazes. It's interesting we started off with uh, with Talchacha. Somebody's giving Talchacha right now. And somebody's uh, I'm not sure it's the same guy, but uh, <laughs> that's a case you can give light to Talchacha. You can just slightly tap, it doesn't have to be uh... so he says this is Tafshin Lamid Bays. He said people don't understand the Sugya, there's a lot of pushback, so he says it's not Pasha and you can't give too much tachacha, you can't be mecha too much because they're not going to listen. And you tried already, but then he goes on to explain what the problems are. Mitzad and Nisyanishish, the Ruba Mitzad Harayam, people are pressure from the parents. And then it was even, it was a lot more. Gambiyesha Hocha Mitzad Panasa, when it's really necessary at such time, which we'll get to soon. Viesha Benkach, Loya London, and some of them aren't learning. but i never forget I had a conversation with somebody. I remember where I was standing. It's a very important Mysa. I was in Eretz Yisrael. I, I remember I was standing uh, in Yushalayim. And I must have been, I was a younger man already, in my mid-twenties. I talked to somebody who's maybe three, four years older than me, also a young fellow. 
And I knew him, he was an Israeli, but I knew him already from talking and learning with him. And he was a um, serious Tamil Chacham. I don't remember how we got into the conversation, but he said, he says, let me tell you an interesting Misa. Is I was about 19, 20 years old in a very good yeshiva. Mentioned the yeshiva. Not much time in the yeshiva, but he was in. And he had a tkufa in his man, which was not very good. And it was so bad, he got so down that he already was thinking of leaving and uh, Israel going to work, and then the army, it's even more complicated, but he was thinking of leaving. And it was uh, moving along in his mind, and uh, then he said, Baruch Hashem, there was one old man who saw the general master look at my face, and he started guessing already where this was going, and he took out uh, a nice amount of time, and we spoke, and the kids are, just, by the end of his mind, I was doing better, and the rest is history. I'm talking to him now, I'm thinking, it's a scary story. Man went on to He's talking to me if he was 28 then. This is 10 years ago. And uh, right now, he, he's Rosh Hashivah Yisrael. Now, like, everything would have been lost for his Tkufa, which wasn't going very well. And at that time, the people who were telling him, you're not learning anyway, you're not doing it. There is such a thing. And it was true by Shehusham, but it wasn't true about him. So that's important because you've got to know, is the Yitzhah talking, is the Yitzhah talking? That's, uh, and that's not so easy to figure out, but keep that story in mind. So Amesha says, Kalacha metamidim af melush kvar lundin bekalach sarach leida inyan zesh ena heta poshet. So he starts off, preaches, especially in the summer, and it's also in the winter, and he goes on in the very next tshuva, in America, we have some amount of English in Mesifta or in Cheder. And even when that's being done, to the extent it's being done, the focus of Chinuch is to know that the Iker is the learning. And he brings down from Barashas. And people take that to make it into something it's not. What is Zeyas Apecha If you'd have to be Magdarit. I was um, once on a flight to Israel trying to mind my own business because I had a shit to prepare and I had to catch up on sleep. And 10 minutes into the flight, the fellow was sitting next to me. And when I sat down, I said, hello, Shalom Aleichem. And then it was quiet, we took off. And then 10, 20 minutes into the flight, all of a sudden I uh, hear on my right side, he says, you know, it's a, it's a mitzvah to race to work also. Apropos to nothing, just like a <laughs> I just I whoa okay well, I was trying to like fall asleep. So <laughs> where was that? It wasn't the Bosco. So I look, I say, excuse me. He said, I just want you to. Know. I never met the guy. He doesn't know. Like, like, <laughs> well, that time. It's a, so I said, um, well, it's he. He was sorry at the end of the next two hours he started up, but <laughs> because I had given cheer on this topic many times, so I said actually I would challenge you to look at the many mitzvahs and find it for me. So, no, no, it's befeish. 
So he, of course, he made the mistake of quoting. He says, "I'll just start from Brachus." He prided himself on being very intelligent, which he wasn't. Uh, so he says, ah, it says I told him, "Well, I come from that's a klolo, not a mitzvah." So there is a mitzvah. If you're working, you have to support your family. You get a mitzvah to support your family, but there's no chiv to do it before it's necessary. And Ramesha is going to say this five times in the next tshuva. It's a mitzvah has to be done. It's it's a highest responsibility, and there's a time and place for everything. Ramesha is talking about the achanas and the age and before your mother v'gadosh and Torah, and it depends on again, the the psak is going to be after much discussion with each, each individual. But to start off, I never met the guy. He knows he never met me. It's not like there was a long lost acquaintance over here. He just saw somebody with a black hat and he decided he's going to start a mocham on a plane. Okay, apparently he had nothing better to do. I have my farm over here. I did notice he had any. He had a few newspapers, which I'm sure he was gleaning all sorts of good hashkafas from. Uh, so after I convinced him that that's a klola, and then he quoted that pasuk and this pasuk, and he said, No, 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 I have one. It's Sheshis Yamin Tavid. I said, That's not in the Minyan Mitzvah either. It's very good at quoting half psukim. With that said, if somebody is doing it in the proper framework and he is supporting his family, it is a mitzvah, quote-unquote, of some sort. But that's not what this guy was getting at. He was trying to pick a fight that, Kilo, you're learning too much and you're not uh, working. I, I proceed to tell him that I actually work about 20 hours a day. Uh, <laughs> but, and I'm always exhausted. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. Lamaisa, Maisha is not against working when it's necessary, if it's necessary, when it's necessary. Uh, I told him in Afghanistan, he started telling me about all his um, great successes in business. And um, I started asking him for some Marmakamis and how he got it. It turns out he yashined about $150 million. So when, he, when I got him to admit that, I didn't know that was the case, but I kept uh, poking. I said, there's no mitzvah to add to that if you don't need it, if you're learning. So he said, well, I don't learn too much. I said, that's obvious. Um, so and here he's going on a whole crusade to convince me he's like the, the poster boy of a person. Now, if he, the saturation point is even if I get him up to four hours a day and he can make more money and give more stock, I think, that's a great mitzvah. It's really an individual question. But to start a mochama with a guy next to you on a plane that you don't even know, that you have a time already that he's not working or whoever I represent is uh, a little bit uh, missing on the barodon mochavero aspect besides the general Ashkaf Sachayim. But it's indicative, and I, I was sort of happy. I think he was my friend by the end of the flight uh, because I was happy to at least calm him down and explain to him carefully, which is, if, again, if you're giving Musser, to do it in a nice way and just point out why many of the points he's bringing up are not really in the to the sugya. So Amesha says, Zeus Apecha is a klala and it can become a mitzvah if you're doing it honestly, making a Kiddush Hashem and supporting your family. But his point is, the next line, Nimshech Mizeh, people now created from that Pasuk, Sha'adam Avala Kozmanol and Yanamagashmim, it becomes a center of your whole life and world view that you're running after money, Lahasik Aishav and Nachasim. And that's not the Gzeir of Zeus HaPecha. Ramesha doesn't even bother explaining that Sheshis Yam Tavad is not part of the Chiyav over here. 
And they miss the Tachas HaChayim, that this is a, one of the side things you might have to do, but that's not the main focus of your day. That's on the Dama Shatoshev side. Then, in the next Shuvah, he, the title of the Shuvah, Bochem Sharetz and Lazav Sishiva Begil Tzair, which, if they're learning well, or could be learning better and could be fixed up, is a serious issue, not only a bit of terror, but the whole hemshech of their life will be built, hopefully, on what they're doing in yeshiva, and they're giving up even one day, certainly one's man, one year, two years, is a serious, serious issue and a serious mistake. So Ramesha usually doesn't write this sharf, but it's an important sugya. He says, leaving yeshiva before you have to, he brings down the Pesach from the first capital in Tehillim. Ashrei ish shlohalach ba'atzas rishayim. So he says, why does it say shlohalach ba'atzas rishayim? Ashrei ish, it doesn't do Averis. It's atzas rishayim. So he says, atzas rishayim is when the Yitzhahara comes to you with a mitzvah, quote-unquote, and starts telling you ideas. But tchilas ha'erach ba'atzas b'etzah shalahem lidig le'inyit panasa afshadayin le'egiyaz mano le'daigit kazu, even though it's not time yet. And he starts worrying about it, per this Atzis Roshayim, but Masha made some Medivah Chazal and Lismachlanes, and they start quoting Chazals, like this guy next to me is quoting Psukim. They say the Chazals say you can't be Samachlanes, which is true, you can't be Samachlanes. And because of that Chazal, they're Machmir Tuva, it's not good enough to worry about it when you need it, you should worry about it beforehand because you have to be Machmir on not being Samachlanes. Again, there is something called not being Samachlanes. You have to know in each setting when is that necessary to start that ishtadlis and with the proper hadracha, not fooling yourself and not giving up on your learning and not putting yourself in a matzah that's dangerous is how to figure it out. Ramesha, one more small piece. This is um, eight, nine pages of chuvas. He says somebody told him that he wanted to go pursue some other studies because he had sipakanefesh from it. He enjoyed it. So Ramesha says, he doesn't understand. Ramesha fully understood humans and where people are coming from. He's trying to lasabra saizen. Sipekanefesh la muven kla mashayach zeh l'nyanei panosa devarim gashmiyim. He says, Ben Teresh should never use sipekanefesh when it comes to panosa. Yeah. Okay, so Ramesha says, Sipekanefesh la muven kla. He says, I don't understand. He fully understood. It means... <laughs> He's trying to realign his Hashkafah Zachayim. He says, your Sipak in life shouldn't come from money and Gashmias and covered. The Sipak in life, this is, by the way, Avedis Hashem, in a nutshell, is how to get our Sipak from the learning, from the Gashmak and learning, and from the Avedis Hashem. That will replace any Redifas, Hamaman, covered and Gashmias. That's a lifetime of Avedah. But the real seabook that's lasting, Shayach Rachlin, Yana Ruchlin, Belima, Vidia Satera, Maisim, Ratsim, and Ochanish, Shayam, Shayach, Shayasipa Kanefish. Bar Shabaza says, Where does this Krum Hashkafa come from? It comes from the fact that they don't have seabook in their learning. And a lot of people complain about that, different kufas, and you have to be sure so how to fix that up. But as the guy describes Gashmias, he says, like drinking salt water. You keep drinking, you drink it to quench your thirst, and you get thirstier and thirstier. The Gashmias is not going to do it. That book, just last night, somebody told me, came over to me, said, Sharon Shabbos, and he 
Here on Master Shabbos, he says, I just started learning with a friend who, Rachman Slan, went off many, many years ago. I called him up. Well, my how we found him. many decades in between. And I said, you know what? We were in Yeshiva together. You want to learn? A little rusty, but he said, yeah, why not? Deep down, there's a pintalier. He's very far removed. They're married out. They're living in a different, really bad. And they're learning, and this is going on already for, sounds like, over a year. And he said that my friend confided in me, this is the highlight of his week. You know, this is the highlight of his week. It's the only part of the week that has any substance to it. He says, Nebuch, you know, fast forward 30 years after Yeshiva, 40 years, the person talking to me is a Zayda with a wonderful mishpacha and is learning and is doing that, and happens to be working in between somewhere, supporting his family, buddy, a Choshiva ben Teira. He says, this guy is living, I won't say where he's living, and his whole life he has a dog, one dog. That's it. And the dog probably doesn't live with him that much. Mamash, uh, and he had, so he realizes this is, uh, and he, he said he sent him sperm uh, with English commentaries. He says, this is amazing. Where's the stuff? He missed the whole, the whole Oscar Revolution. He missed everything. Like, it, just uh, like, Toby Mufka. So it's the saddest thing in the world. So it's a person who ran after Gashmias, ran after Taivas, and in terms of El Mazeh, is more miserable than anybody you're going to meet. And he's not a bad guy. Just made a serious mistake. There's something called Truva, which he sounds like he's doing now, Baruch Hashem. So Amosha says, if you're looking to get sepuk from you're going to be very, very disappointed. If it's a chiv to do when it's a chiv and you have to do it, and that's part of Olamazeh, that's part of Zeh Sapecha, then do it, do it with a smile. He's not saying you should be miserable in your job. Pick something that you somewhat like in an environment that's kosher, but as long as you can, stay in your full-time learning. And if that's not working anymore and there are needs you address it but it's not either or you don't leave and drop everything people think that Benazmanim Bochum get used to Benazmanim so I'm preaching to the converted over here here Benazmanim all you guys is learn you can take a walk for five minutes before you go back to Yeshiva just to get some fresh air uh, but Benazmanim over here is treated very seriously as it should be and a person who happens to be working part of the day and uh, he's trying to learn as much as he can so I've been asked this a number of times, and it's a good question. It says, you know, the Bracham are coming home. It's Ben Azmanim. Can I take off uh, a few weeks from my, uh, my Sadarm? Yes, Dharm, a few hours a day. It's very choshev. So the answer is usually no. So well, why do they get three weeks off? Now, first of all, they don't get three weeks off. They have to be learning, and there's Yantif, and there's a, that's why we have Yeshiva's Ben Azmanim, and it's not, there's nothing that's off. Number two, you have less time to learn. You need a vacation. You need to relax. But it's not like, well, I'm working now, and therefore I'm mufka. And I'm not to mishubit anything. You have the same achray. So it doesn't make a difference what you're doing. What? It's, yeah, I'm not even coming on to that. It's that he needs a vacation. People have to breathe a little bit. But, and he works hard, and he learns hard. Baruch Hashem, Lahavdol. And he davens, he does all the right things. And there are many fine men who end up doing that at a certain point in their life. But that doesn't free them from the sheba of their learning, the fact that they're very, very busy. It's challenging, which is why I'm talking to Bacharim here, primarily. The years in yeshiva are not only gold because of the opportunities in terms of the quantity, it's also the Betsifas. You don't have any other daigas. All the discussion we're just having about the panos and everything is that most of you, I'd say, probably all of you, your parents are paying the bill and getting nachas on you and happily so. As long as you're still producing, then 
know that you, Ramesha says, and everybody says, you don't give it up until you have to. What do you do when you hit a bad spot in the Zman? We'll get back to it before the end of the year. Remind me. Amit Hashem. Ramesha adds uh, one more prat, which we mentioned before, and that is the Shoyal said, if you do pick a place to learn the Umnus, he's talking about college over here, he says, it just be, there's a way to be careful not to learn Dvar Masurim. Ramesha says, don't be Samich on that, and you've got to be very careful and ask a lot of Shailas along the way, because it's a minefield, and there's all sorts of things creeping up, even when you're not with anybody per se, just on the Limud. Again, accounting is an example, is less, but not everybody is cut out to become an accountant. Uh, so, there are a lot of things that are doable, you just got to know which Shailas are Nagea to every industry. Point is, everybody has to make the decision based on their matzav, but it has to be done with the Yetzatoiv and not after a tkufa where you're not learning that well because that's not really a measure of your kechus all the time. And that's, uh, that can't be overstated. Next. So that was the very short version of a very controversial topic. I was happy to see there was, somebody sent me an article written by somebody who is very much in the world of universities. Matter of fact, he's a professor. Uh, I was very impressed that he wrote this. And he wrote an open article in a, in a well-circulating publication, not necessarily in the yeshiva world, which is why it was so brave of him to write it. And he basically said in plain English, uh, plain English, uh, professor's English, that anybody who has a havmina sending their kids to a matzav like this, all the universities are co-ed and all that, and the cult going on. Anybody that's a havmina of doing this now is committing suicide and they should hire somebody to say Kaddish for them. Can you imagine? He ended the article. I, I was a spell. He had the bravery. He's a professor in that world. And he said, yeah, I did it then. It wasn't that easy, but we survived. But that was 40 years ago. And with the uh, things that are going on now, you can't do it, period. So that's, that's an amount of where we wouldn't even think of it, even though that's what Moshe was dealing with then also. So a lot of the assumptions, even in those that were doing it, are being questioned that this is yeah, got to remain firm. We're not talking about remaining firm. We're talking about remaining a Ben and not taking time away from learning before you have to, which is a uh, higher level, and they're both obviously very important. I was the spall as I was reading the article. Somebody sent it to me uh, before Shavuos of last year. He asked me, well, Shavuos, I talk about all the things I don't want to record, even though I'm recording it now. And uh, so we were having a discussion about the some calls, a long version. And somebody sent me the article. Says you're going to want to read this uh, before thing, and you're going to get a lot of no. I no, it doesn't because I was in the spell to his credit that he was able to write such an article, being the person who is well known for this time. He's a professor in a major university, and uh, and ending off that you should. Make sure that somebody say Khan that is that the kids aren't going to be from anymore. It's like pretty uh, pretty jarring. But he he wrote it and it's not negated to this item right here. But if you know anybody's negated to, I can get you the article. It was uh, quite quite enlightening. Okay, next. This says five to one. I'm Alma de Shikra. My watch must be fast. Um, is it, that means the guy's not walking with pizza, sir? Uh, somebody stopped me at the door. What? 
Yep, that's true. Okay. So you know what? <laughs> We're going to... Um, there's always the next Ben uh, Azmanim. Anybody have a question on what I just said before I go, I go on to... We need about 10 minutes for some uh, going into the Zman. Uh, if we only have 10 minutes, let me go over one shtickle in Ravoba Sefer. This is a uh, mitzvah to have around as a hard copy. It's in Sharish and Perich If you need to, or you know somebody in your Chabur, in your Yeshiva, Chaver, who needs this type of chizik, now, before the Zman and the Zman, no way to look it up because it can be... It is Takhanas Tafashas based on the story I just told you with this younger man. And it's Israel, and it could be life-saving, and it's a number of pages long. I'm just, I just highlighted here uh, some of the Iker uh, Yisaitis. The name of uh, the title of this parak is Yemei Ahavla V'yemei Asina Yish, which is all about the fact, and you'd be surprised, a lot of Bachram and adults, this Nagaya to all ages and every Matzav, and Avadis Hashem, but a lot of people don't know this basic Yisrael. If you don't know it, it could be Mamish Sakhanis Nafoshis, Nafoshis as in the Neshama. He starts off by saying that in every Matzav, with every single person, without exception, there's Aliyah and Yerida. And what he calls, you may Ava, you may Asinah, which is a strong Elosh, you may Ava, when you feel everything's going glot. And the Taisus uh, has a Havana, and you uh, finally got that Bikivega, and the Asmat is going, and the Kadusha, and everything's Gavalduk. And then there's Yemei Asinah, where you feel the Mola's man, you know what happens? Nothing's working. You can't follow Shir, and you have no Cheshek, and yeah. So, is that normal? So, he starts off and ends off, and everything in the middle is to tell you the first thing is Yitzhahara is here to convince you that it's not normal, and you're not normal, and this yeshiva and this learning business is not for you. So if anybody ever says that, or you have such a mashav in your head, you know it's coming straight from the Yitzhahara. So what is it that you have built in, you may ava and you may sinna? This is uh, the most important thing if you were amid I'll parak of any decisions of what we just spoke about, and that was important, but this is important to everybody who's working on the Ruchnias, which is everyone. His Lashon is as follows. He brings us down from the Sefer Yasha, who, as you know, is Rabbi Natan. This is from Arishan. So that means that we're normal, and they had this problem in the time of the Bishanim, and Rabbi Natan assumed they had this problem in the time of the Amorim and Tanaim since other Rishon. So that means it's perfectly normal. Yetzirah's first uh, tactic is to convince us that everybody else is doing fine, no one's struggling with this, and obviously you're not cut out for these in Yane Ruchnius. So he brings down, this is from Rabbeinu Tam, anything you start enjoying, talking about in Ruchnius, it happens to be true in Gashmius also, but as Amesha just told us, the only real Sipik is going to be in Ruchnius, and that should be our focus of where to find Hanon and Simcha. So, if you finally worked yourself up to a matzah where you're enjoying the learning, you have Avana, you feel you're being matzlech most of the time. Tikanas beliboy ava rishainam. Va'acha kein tasser tikanas beliboy asinah. He almost promises this. It's scary. Because he should know that there'll be times of ava you feel like Hashem loves you, <laughs> you're doing everything right. And then the times that you just don't have the cheshek you had yesterday or the hour before, the week before, and you don't know what happened. 
He says, the ups and downs are perfectly normal. This is a cycle. Ah, so what do you do about that? If you get, this is a, uh, I'm going to call it a numbers game. It's quality, not just quantity, but the job in your life in your verse Hashem is to have more times of Hanah and better Hanah in your verse Hashem than the times where it's not Kashmak and you don't have Cheshik. If you aim, aim for a 99-1, 100-0 you're not going to get. If you end up having 51-49, you're still going to win. The problem, Rabbi Tom says, is that if the downtime where things aren't going well starts being mamshich, and then Yitzhahara starts convincing you, which will start right away, that it's because you really, you're not, you're a Russia, you're a sub whatever he wants to call you, and you're not really cut out for learning, and it's not working, and you tried this in Yanni Kedusha, and Shmir said, I am, and you fell in again, and it's not working. Yitzhahara's job is to constantly hit you and pound away. And Rabbi Tom is going to tell us that the key is two things to remember. Number one, when things are not going well, hold on to the basics. Because if you let go, some people have a theory, it's going so bad, I'm not going off, but the next two weeks, I'm shutting down. I need a long vacation on some island somewhere, and this is not happening now, and uh, call me in two weeks. So Abedo Tom says that's not the way, it's not a bad havamina, and vacation sometimes necessary, not in the mother's mind. Rabbeinu Tom says you can't ever let go completely because then it's double, triple as hard to get back. He says you have to hold on to the basics. He says you can't learn that Rabbi Kivayik is not going. So open up a Chumash or Rashi and do something. Hold on. That's called number one. So many people say, I can't hold on. A Hashra Bocha like me. I'm going to learn something lighter. Rabbeinu Tom says not so. Rabbeinu Tom is Rabbeinu Tom. The same Rabbeinu Tom in Tesis that you were just trying to figure out and now you can't figure out because you don't have so, one broker told me, at least he smiled when he said it. He said, I can't figure out this Rabbi Tom either. This Rabbi Tom is not that difficult. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can hold on. So, he said, number one, never let go of the basics just because the Yitzhah wants us to assume that we're so not with the program. So, what does it make? You do this Avera and you're a bottle anyway, so you must do that Avera. That's classic Yitzhah talk. Number two, over time, and when you're in it in a bad time, it's hard to remember the good times. He says, what you're trying to do over a lifetime, and then over a year, and over a month, or over a day, their bachum would tell me, and their adults would tell me, it's very normal that they have this up and down. Within the hour, they can have three of them. That's a lot of uh, turmoil. So what? So we're here to, that's part of the basic Nisianus of life. So Abedatam is telling us the basic Yisoyed. Number one, don't let go. And number two, understand that it will come back. Have the right kavanas. And when you come back, you'll have hopefully a bigger geshmak. And you'll increase the ava, both in the time and in the level. And if you're coming out ahead, that's all the Kosh wants in you. It gives a new insight into, we just finished Yom Naran. You have, uh, the Rambam says, the Gemara says, you have a tzaddik who has more mitzvahs than Averis, a rasha has more Averis than mitzvahs, and a benini is stuck in the middle. So everybody has, they has two kashas. Ram says you got to do tshuva to have the scale go in the right direction. Everybody says, but you have to do tshuva. Do one mitzvah. You're deadlocked. It's 
So one of the one of the shatarits is that if you don't do tshuva, that's an avera itself. So if doing a mitzvah is not going to help. The mitzvah is hayyim. The mitzvah of is tshuva. The bigger kasha is it can't be a numbers game. What's the chance? The Rambam says we assume most of us have him. What's the chance of you doing on any given day, every given week, thousands and thousands of mitzvahs? And you're doing some averas also. What's the chance? Since everybody was talking about numbers today, what's the chance of Punktan Rosh Hashanah? You're coming with seven million two hundred and fifty-two mitzvahs and seven million two hundred fifty-two averas on Rosh Hashanah. What's the chance of that? Probably seven million to one. So why are we assuming most of us are abandoning? That's a kasha you had to have thought over the last five weeks. So the answer obviously is that it's not a numbers game alone. There's something to do with it. It's the cheshek and the attraction and where you will be attracted to. There's a magnetic field, so to speak. So if you're put in the middle and you have a Yetzirah and a Yetzirah and you're constantly being pulled in two different directions, where do you want to be? And where's the Cheshek? Where's the Iker Shifa? If the Iker Shifa is toward Ruchni, as Rabbi Tom says, you will come back. And again, if you end up 5149, you're in good shape. So Rabbi Tom's Lushen, again, I'm just going to quote a few lines because I see they're trying to bring in some Gashmias already all part of the distractions just to give us a bigger schar to ignore it you have to know at the beginning of your day the beginning of your year so don't worry if you have a takufa that seems to be going in the wrong direction because if you don't let go and you come back, which means you'll soar like an eagle, which means you can come back better learning from the mistakes that got you into the mess in the first place. But it's not just that you made a mistake, it's not triggered by an Avera. It's just the human condition that you can't have the same level of Simcha Cheshek all the time. And he tells you the other Yisoyed, when you see that the Yemei Sinner or the hour of Sinner is coming don't let go of everything never say I'll let go of everything and I'll, I know I have to come back I'm not going off and I'll be back uh, the next day the next man that's the Yisrael of Rabbeinu Tam. He says a lot more, but Ravobah goes on to explain that our job in life, as Rav Moshe said, to pursuing something that gives you cheshek, you have to find a way that cheshek is in Ruchnius. And that'll give you the ability to build on it. So, got a lot of shaylas on people doing sira. We'll save those for Pesach, but they have to listen to music. It's part of the Idris Hashem B'Simcha. Okay, so we have a week of there, and uh, it's hard for us when we can't do it, but I pulled up over here and noticed there was some music over some PA system. So that was in preparation for the Shir, and preparation for the Aveda, and the Simcha Davening, it's all good. But there has to be a way to take the things that motivate us. There's a Mitzvah Basavayayin. What a Basavayayin's Gashmi is. The answer is all it does is supposed to jumpstart the frame of mind to be able to focus on Ruchnius and as human beings we need that sometimes there's nothing wrong with doing the Yemei Hasina holding on 
to the extent you can and trying to figure out how to jumpstart that cheshik and that simcha. You can't let go, you can't give up, and you suddenly can't get, let the Yitzhahara in the middle of the Seder, in the middle of the Zman, talk you into the fact that you're not cut out for this. So I see the Yitzhahara has many tricks besides um, bringing the actual chimer. I can't stop the odor and the aroma from coming in. So we'll close over here. Everybody should enjoy their gashmias after a well-earned first Seder. And Mr. Shem, the Zman should be with tremendous atzlacha, but not only for you, Share this with your chaverim. If you see somebody's down, you see somebody, it's not just tochacha, you're doing something wrong. It's, I also felt like that yesterday, and there's a way to pick yourself up, and Rabbi Tom has something to say about it. Just keep that in mind. You could be mechazik a lot of people. Hatzlochem.